0: Hello America, welcome to another episode of Crenshaw Corner. I am Sanchez Crenshaw and I am always joined by my most wonderfulest wife. You like that word. You
1: like that word? I like the word. <laughs> What's up guys, it's Angela Crenshaw. What's going on America? What is up? And how are you? I'm great, thank you very much. Doing this well? is, guess what people, guess what this is? Tell them baby, tell them what it is. Tell them, tell them.
0: A midweek moment.
1: A midweek moment. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know what to say, y'all. He didn't know what to say. No, nah, because
0: she says she don't really like that name. So. I
1: don't, but you I know. like
0: midweek moment.
1: Okay, so a midweek guys. Guess what this is? The midweek moment with the Crenshaws. How about that?
0: Okay, the midweek like moment it, with the Crenshaws.
1: Midweek moment with the Crenshaws. We can agree. We, we can agree right now.
0: We can agree. Cause on Because
1: early that. we were totally disagreeing. We can agree on we, that. I like it. I like it. So what's up? Talk so. to me. We got like. Some moments, so what's up? We got some moments. We got some moments.
0: Here's what we're going to do. So for our regular listeners, um, you know that this is not a regular podcast. Um, This is not a Friday.
1: No, it's not. You're not
0: listening to us on a Friday. Actually, what we decided to do, it's bring you something kind of the middle of the week.
1: Yeah, Get you through your week. Yeah.
0: You know, this may last. It may not. We would love to hear back from you. If you like this format, if you like the midweek moment with the Crenshaw's.
1: Yeah. Then we yeah, would yeah, love yeah. you to let
0: us know. Um, once again, this is an interactive podcast.
1: Yeah. Our
0: email address is thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Like we said, if you like this format, um, if you want us to keep it, we will. If you like, eh, I don't really know about that. We'll see.
1: So you're determined. Determine what? You know I like to do that at the end, babe. But you have
0: to get that out the way. Oh, my
1: God. So you're going to keep doing that? I'm,
0: I'm going to keep doing it. That's crazy. We're I'm called a-, a professional podcast.
1: <laughs> a what?
0: We're a professional podcast.
1: Great. There certain
0: rules and regulations to running a professional podcast. Mm,
1: okay. You'll All learn right. those one day. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, dude. All right. Whatever. Whatever. So,
0: like I said, this is going to be a little different. Okay. Go ahead. Go for it. And what I need is a few moments. Because I have to unpack this.
1: Oh, my God. Are we unpacking? I I
0: have to unpack it.
1: Why do we always have to unpack? Why we just can't do?
0: Because to get the full understanding of what I'm asking, I have to unpack it.
1: Asking our listeners or asking me?
0: You. I'm asking you.
1: Don't unpack bags. I have to unpack it. Okay? When we go on vacation, you don't unpack. I do.
0: Can Can I get to the question?
1: Go ahead. Get to the question. All right. All right. Go ahead. So,
0: you know me. I know you. Um, Some of our listeners know me. Anyone that knows me knows that in my heart, I'm a geek.
1: (laughs) That's what I am. Yeah. I'm
0: a proud geek. Um, Okay. I love all things geekdom. Geekdom. I'm into sci-fi. One of my favorite shows is Doctor Who. Right now, I'm on a Doctor Who marathon. I'm just watching Doctor Who's back to back to back.
1: Is uh, anyone hear my excitement in my voice? Do y'all hear that?
0: Don't, don't, yes, don't, don't hit on my geekdom. okay. Don't all right, that. go ahead.
1: Go for it, Doctor No, Who. I'm a, I'm a comic book
0: head. I'm a cartoon head. What's the,
1: wait, what's the, um, thing called? Which one? The booth. Oh, the TARDIS. The TARDIS. The TARDIS. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the TARDIS. Yeah, the TARDIS. So, Yay, I, am um, once
0: again, I love all things geekdom. And one of my favorite things to watch, and I've been watched it multiple times throughout my life, mm-hmm. is going to be Star Trek. Deep Space Nine. Okay.
1: Is that? Yeah. Is that like a spinoff?
0: it is it's actually it's a spinoff of the original star trek okay of course there's different variations you have the original star trek then you have star trek next generation uh-huh. then you have star trek Deep space nine you have enterprise right now i think they're running discovery um but there's but yes hmm. it is a spinoff of star trek
1: okay okay so, so what, what does that do with our moment babe once like, again, i'm not trying to be funny i have to unpack it unpack it baby oh Let my unpack god it. unpack unpack so
0: once again one of my favorite shows is Star Trek Deep Space yes,
1: Nine. Yes, it is.
0: The titular character of Star Trek Deep Space Nine uh-huh. is Captain, well, Commander first, Commander Benjamin Sisko. Okay. He's the lead of this particular series. Okay. So the very first episode, it takes you through right before he became commander okay. of, the, of the Deep Space Station. Okay. And during this, it took you through one of the greatest battles that the Federation ever fought, which is the Battle of Wolf 359. <laughs> i said i'm a geek oh my god so during this battle
1: <laughs> you better hurry up bro I'm, you, got, you, gotta <laughs> okay.
0: you gotta let me unpack okay gotta let me unpack
1: okay okay wolf okay
0: the battle of wolf 359
1: the battle of wolf 359 Go ahead. so during
0: this battle the federation
1: uh-huh. and
0: their allies were fighting one of their greatest foes the borg okay resistance is futile
1: mm-hmm. so
0: they're in this battle and Benjamin Sisko was on the ship. Okay. He's on the ship with his family. So he has his wife. He has his son. Okay. Because initially they were not supposed to be in the battle. Okay. But because of everything that was going on, the Federation was losing a lot of ships. A lot of lives were being lost. Okay. His ship got pulled into the battle. Okay. Where in the midst of the battle, his ship was attacked. His ship was destroyed. Mm-hmm. So his ship was destroyed. So he went to his quarters to find his family. He was able to get his son
1: Jake out. Uh-huh.
0: But Jennifer, his wife, uh huh. she died that day.
1: Okay, babe, what's happening here? Because now I'm depressed. Once again, let me unpack it. <laughs> okay, unpack. Let me unpack it. Are we trying to make the listener sad or what's happening? Let me unpack okay, it. Okay, unpack, babe, unpack. So,
0: we fast forward. Okay. Right, we fast forward some years. So, at that time, Lieutenant Commander Benjamin Sisko has became Commander Benjamin Sisko. Mm-hmm. So, now he is running the space station. Okay. So, in his first... First couple of days of running the space station, in this particular area of space, there are things called the celestial prophets. Okay. Okay. So he encounters these beings. They're celestial prophets. To certain um, species of that region of space, they're their gods. Okay. Okay. So he's in, he comes on an encounter. And in this encounter, he finds himself back on that starship during the battle of Wolf 359. Mm-hmm. So, and no matter what he does. He keeps coming back to this, to that time. Mm -hmm. So he keeps trying to fight to save his wife and he always fails. Mm -hmm. So after a while of this, he gets so frustrated. He starts yelling at the celestial prophets. Why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep showing me this? Why do you keep bringing me here? Mm -hmm. And after a few moments of silence, they look at him and they tell him that we did not bring you here. You brought us here. Mm -hmm. This is where you live. And we don't understand why. Mm -hmm. So here's my question. Because throughout life, we all have something. We all go through something. Mm -hmm. We all have something that happens to us that keeps us stuck Mm -hmm. in a moment in time. Okay. That will not allow us to move forward.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: my question to you. Yeah. What is your moment in time? Or do you have a moment in time?
1: That keeps me stuck.
0: That keeps you stuck in that moment in time.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know if I have one, not trying to be funny. Um, I don't know if I have one that keeps me stuck in a moment in time. Um, to be honest. Okay. Um, I would have to, I don't, nothing has ever kept me like stuck. I'm trying to figure out like when I think about that, like what would keep me stuck? I don't know. What's yours? Let me, let me think about it for a minute. Let me, let me unpack. Okay. Because I don't think that I do, but as I begin to think about it, I probably will come up with something. I don't want to force it. Like I do have one. No, I don't want
0: you to force it if you don't have one.
1: Actually, or one that's going to come. What, what about you? What keeps you stuck?
0: I am stuck as an 11 year old boy.
1: Okay. Where?
0: August of 1989. Okay. The day my brother was killed. Okay. That is the day that I'm stuck on. Mm-hmm. That is, if I was ever to encounter a being that could sh- kind of show me my life mm-hmm. in that regard, yeah, what would be plain for me mm-hmm. would be that day. That day. That day that we got the knock on the door mm-hmm. where at that time my brother's best friend came storming to our apartment, banging and beating on the door, mm-hmm. screaming at me to get my mother, get my mother. Mm-hmm. And when she came out of the back room and screaming, "What's wrong? What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And he looked my mother in her face and said, "He's gone. Mm-hmm. Terrence is gone." Mm-hmm. And at that moment, time stopped. Okay. And it hasn't restarted for me. So no matter how, no matter how much comes my way, no matter how much love comes my way, no matter how much, how much we have, or no matter what I gain, no matter what I get, mm-hmm. I am always stuck. In August of 1989, Mm -hmm. the day that my brother was taken away from us. So for me, that's that's my Battle of Wolf 359. That's my day that no matter what I do, no matter how much I try to fight it, Mm -hmm. that's the day that will always live with me. And that's the day that I am stuck in no matter what I do. Mm -hmm. I am always that 11 year old boy Mm -hmm. who lost his hero, who lost his best friend, Mm -hmm. who lost everything he was Terrence was everything to me
1: everything to you
0: and that that day is my day that day is my battle of wolf 359 got you so so do you have one I mean if you don't have one it's cool I don't
1: know if I have one I know where my heart aches okay you know where Um. I don't replay it in my head you know, but every now and then if I hear something or see something, it'll come to me. And I could be, I could be suppressing it. You know, I think that, um, for me it is kind of like twofold Okay, because of course we haven't shared with people or whatever, unless you were close to us that, um, I think last month, has it been a month yet?
0: Um, it's home. Al- it's almost a month. We're so getting al- to almost a month, You're
1: almost getting to a month yeah. where, um I lost my brother to battling cancer. Yes. My baby brother and one of my baby brothers. One of my baby brothers yeah. And um and you replay it over in your head because you 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 see him fighting. You see him fighting cancer. You see him never giving up. You see him always smiling. You always see him always laughing. And I think not saying that I'm stuck, mm-hmm. but what I would say that plays over and over in my head and I think it will always play Over, over in my head because I talked to him the day before. Right. And I remember him crying and him saying, hey, sis, he was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so tired. And I was like, well, what's wrong? They give you medicine. And he was laughing. He was like, yeah, I'm high. I'm lit from the medicine (laughs) that they're giving, that they're giving me. (laughs) They gave him some good drugs. Yeah. So he was like, I'm high. I'm lit from the medicine. And then it went quiet. Right. And then i remember him crying and saying i don't know what to do i can't even hold my spoon to eat and then he said i'm tired and i said to him are you how no i said to him no i said to him are you t-? i asked him i said are you tired and he said yes yeah, sis i'm tired i said then get some rest and he was like yeah and i said yeah get some rest and he said i love you and i said i love you too and then the next day he died right. so The part that I play over in my head, I don't think, again, it doesn't keep me stuck. Um, or Maybe right now I don't want to think that it keeps me stuck. It was as if he was asking me for permission to go. And when I said, yes, get some rest, I didn't think in that manner. I went like, okay, go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, get you some rest in that manner. Um, But he was tired. And it seemed like once I said, Get some rest. It's okay. He said, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah." That he took. He took his wings. You know. So I think that because it's still fresh, you know, I watched him battle for about we watched him battle for like a year and a half, almost a year and a half with cancer, Um, and you just you just watch people go through that kind of battle in your head and you wish you could do something different or said something different, but I don't feel that way. I think that I said all I needed to say to him. You know what I'm saying? I, I loved him all that I could love him. I respected him. I encouraged him. I cheered for him, but it's just that one part. Like, was he asking my permission? And then, and then when I said, get some rest, was that his okay to do, to, to go home? You know what I'm saying to go with the Lord, so so it's just stuff like that. But I don't. Again, I don't know. We can probably probably people will probably you know email us and be like, yeah, babe, you stuck in that moment, and it's still fresh. It's only been a month. Yeah. You know, it's only been a month, and I just we haven't shared it because it's still it's still fresh. It's still fresh.
0: But I think also, like going back to Benjamin Sisko, mm-hmm. a lot of the reason what kept him in that day mm-hmm. is because there was a lot of guilt mm-hmm. behind the
1: event. Got you.
0: It wasn't his fault of -hmm. the battle, Mm -hmm. but he felt as though it was his fault that his family was put in that situation. Right. Even though he was a soldier Mm -hmm. and he signed up for the Federation and he and this is the life they chose. Mm -hmm. He felt like it was his fault Mm -hmm. for putting his family in that situation and losing Jennifer on that day behind his actions. And I think that's part of what keeps me stuck. During that day as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no, it's not my fault. That my brother's no longer with me. It's not my fault that he died on that day, but I think it's because what led up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, little context. So once again, my brother and I—we were four years apart. My older brother—we were four years apart. Mm-hmm. So he was because my mother worked all the time, and in the in the house in the home, mm-hmm. you know, I have other siblings, but in the home it was just him and myself. Mm-hmm. And so he was my everything. You know, mm-hmm. mom worked all the time. She mm-hmm. always worked two jobs. So it was just him and I. And he was my mother, he was my father, he was my big brother, he was my protector mm-hmm. he was everything to me mm-hmm. and but we fought two young dudes in a house is what mm-hmm. we do we fought right. all the time right right but on this particular day it was worse than it really had ever been mm-hmm. to the point because our neighbor was really good friends with my mother mm-hmm. and we got into it so bad that the neighbor called my mom mm-hmm. at work right and she had to come separate us. And so she came home. She took time off work. She came home. She got me, and she took me to my grandparents' home, mm-hmm. leaving my brother home because mm-hmm. he was the oldest. Right at that time, he was sixteen. And so, and coming down the steps because we lived on the third floor, mm-hmm. the second floor of this apartment building. So coming down the steps, and he had came outside, and he had this look on his face, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's like, he asked me like, well, where are you going? And the last thing I ever said to my Mm -hmm. brother, verbalized to my brother, Mm -hmm. was somewhere you're not. Mm -hmm. And I said it very angrily, and I said it very bitterly, and I said it very mean, and I
1: spewed it at him. And said it very casual. Yeah. It's like somewhere you're not. Right, right, right. Not
0: knowing that those would be the last words that my brother would ever hear me speak to him. Right. And I think for me, because that's the way, even though even though we had the relationship, even though he knew I loved him and I knew my brother loved me. Mm -hmm. And, but those were the last words that I spoke to him. Right. And I think knowing that part, that, that those were the last words that I verbalized to Mm -hmm. him. And then after that, never seeing him alive again. Yeah. And I think for me, because of that mm-hmm. that 11-year-old guilt mm-hmm. is why I'm stuck in that moment of I just want to tell my brother and I want him to be able to hear me mm-hmm. of how much I love him right and how much he means to me because honest to God he was my world yeah he was you know I'll never forget you know um shortly before he passed away I got really... Well, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't... He was really sick. Mm -hmm. Um, He had the flu. I mean, he had like a hundred and some odd fever. Mm -hmm. And this was during the winter. It was freezing outside. Mm -hmm. And he stayed home from school because, once again, he had sick, the flu. And my brother... I was on my way out the door to go to school. Mm -hmm. And my brother got up. Mm -hmm. He put his clothes on and he walked me to the bus stop.
1: Mm -hmm. He
0: He hasn't done that since we were little kids because... You know, we only went to school together for small amounts of time because of the age difference. Right. But he got up sick and all. He wrapped up and he walked me to my bus stop Mm -hmm. and he stood there the whole time until my bus came. And even when my bus was pulling off, I looked back and he was still just standing there, Mm -hmm. just looking at me go. Right. And that's what the kind of stuff he used to do.
1: But do you think I think that um, God is so good you know what i'm saying he's so good the way he does things and of course in our flesh and in our feelings we don't feel like it's good at the time right but those those are the memories that you have to hold on to you know him at the bus stop like and all those things that god allows to to weave and become this warm blanket you know my um grandmother great grandma my great grandmother because we have the blanket now she took all the shirts from her sons, which are my uncles, um, my, guess, yeah, my great, great uncles, I guess, my great uncles. Right. And she weaved this amazing blanket of all of my great uncles that she gave to my mom. And now my mom gave it to me. And I think that sometimes the way that God does things, uh, especially in that kind of situation, is where he takes all of our memories and he weaves them weave them into these incredible, amazing all together to make this blanket of love for us, which we call our memories. Right. you know, so we can remember our family members, the ones that we love. I don't think we're ever um gonna feel like we've said enough or we whether we say something good or bad, you know, even with that experience you talking about, you might have not even said that and been just like, I'm going to grandma house, but still go back to that and be like, that's the last thing I said to that, to, to my brother. Right. But you always told him that you loved him. You always thought, tell him that you care, you know, coming up on five years, dad died. Five years. Yeah. My dad died yeah. uh five years ago. My pop, March, oh my God, 16th or 17th.
0: Yeah. Cause no. No. Pop's birthday was the fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah, the seventh because he passed away two days after his birthday.
1: Yeah, two days after his birthday. Yeah. Um, and it's coming up on five years. Yeah, it is that we've lost my father, and even in that, um, knowing that that anniversary is coming up, I have this blanket of memories that God has allowed me to remember of him. I don't think that I've said it. I you think that you haven't said enough. Um, when I go back and think of the last. Thing I said to him was, hey, it's your birthday. Get up. Why are you sleeping? Hmm. You know? And he was like, I'm just tired. You know what I'm saying? And so you always feel like, well, I should have went over there for his birthday. Right. Because I think about that sometimes. Well, it was his birthday. And normally that's what we do. We go over there, harass him, him, make him mad because he mad because we woke him up, whatever (laughs) the case is.
0: Cusses Um, out real quick. Yeah, cusses
1: out real quick, just being honest. Um, and But I just think God is so good how he weaves those memories. And though, and it becomes a blanket of love. And you remember all the thing the great things you did, the good and the bad, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? And I think that we need to, to know that, that we do that, but also just remember that you never know the time or the place yes, when the Lord come get you and yeah. you have to be good to people and you have to tell them that you love them and, and that you care about them. You can't be holding on to bitterness and anger, you know, towards people, I like your
0: i like your analogy though the yeah the blanket of memories yeah that's i like that that's cool yeah that's cool and america we're not trying to be depressing we're, we're not we're not trying to depress you that is not the purpose of this particular episode of but, but podcast. somebody needs to hear this yeah but okay we always promise full disclosure we always promise to be transparent um Between both Angela and myself, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, we've experienced a lot of death. Yeah. And we've experienced a lot of people's passings. um, Yeah. In just the the 20 years we've been together, Mm -hmm. um, grandparents, Mm -hmm. um, both sets of grandparents. um, Yeah. um, On both sides her grandparents, my grandparents, Mm -hmm. um, brother, father. Yeah. um, Unfortunately, we've lost a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Before our, our cousin Carol. Oh my uh, god. Tiny.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh an amazing an amazing woman. Um Aunt Liz. Aunt Liz. Oh, Uncle City. Uncle City. Yeah, we've we've lost a lot of great people. Yeah. So the reason for this particular podcast, um
1: moment <laughs> this
0: this particular moment is, yeah. once again because we always said this is our therapy session yeah um this is this is this episode to be honest is more for us Plus than, than, than you. anybody else <laughs> uh, we hope that you will be able to glean something from it yeah. but for seriously for right now this is we're being selfish or i'm gonna be honest i'm being selfish right now um so i would first say if you're holding on to anything
1: yeah 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 let it go let it go
0: um it's not easy it's not it's not easy and i will we will not sit will here not. pretend like it's easy <laughs> we will not sit and pretend like we no, can not. do it um because some bad things have happened to people yeah people have hurt you yeah people have done things to you people yeah. have said things to, to you.
1: you yeah
0: um but for your own sanity
1: yeah for your own peace for your own peace, peace. Yeah. because i
0: think what happens and. For, Christians sometimes get a bad rap
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when it comes to forgiveness, Mm -hmm. because and to be honest, especially as African-American Christians, Mm -hmm. sometimes we get a bad rap because we believe in a God who you're supposed to just forgive everyone that does anything to you. Mm -hmm. If someone's racist, forgive them. If someone slaps you, forgive them. If someone says something, forgive them. Yeah. We're not really understanding forgiveness. It's not for the other person. It's for yourself.
1: Yeah, and it's not for you. It's not where, you know, you're not going to forget. But what you don't want to do, unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, anxiety, those things are poison and toxic to the body. Yeah, Those things bring high blood pressure. Those things bring diabetes sometimes. Those things bring acne. You know, like if you really think about- crazy stuff in your body and it's toxic and so we're not saying that it's easy we're not even telling you how to do it all we're saying is this that just think about it think about what you hold on to yeah what you think of when you think of like when it comes to your loved ones who've passed to have to to have those memories that love blanket that love blanket and that love love blanket and
0: actually, that's going to be the name of this episode.
1: The love blanket. Love blanket. That is the name of this episode. Yeah, You know, and cover yourself with that love blanket of memories. That's yeah. what you want to do. And if someone's hurt you or did something for you, again, we're not saying you can go to him but like, I forgive you. You do it however you think you need to do it. But just do it for yourself because I just you just heart disease. All things stem from holding on to to things that are not good for you, especially emotions. Yeah. There's you know?
0: a there's a quote and forgive me for not remembering at this moment in time who actually said it. Right. But it was paraphrasing. Unforgiveness is like taking poison mm-hmm. and hope that it kills the other person. Yeah. Because and it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And yeah, and I, once again I get it. People have done things to you, people have hurt you, people mm-hmm. have said things to mm-hmm. you, people have crossed you, people have they've done things to you yeah but holding on to that resentment my wife just said it best holding on to that resentment Mm -hmm. holding on to that bitterness holding Mm -hmm. on to that hate holding on to that pain it does not hurt or affect the other person it doesn't it hurts you it affects you it has you stuck at 11 years old August of 1989 because you're stuck in this place and you're stuck in guilt yeah and you're stuck in pain and you're stuck in this place that you can't move on from yeah, my biological mother. I love her to death. Um, to be honest, we don't get along that well. It's just we're working through some things. Yeah,
1: we're working through it. It's work in progress. It's a work Y'all are under construction. Our
0: relationship, uh, honestly, our relationship it's is a un- work in progress. It's under, under construction. construction. Amen. Um, Amen. But if I'm honest, she's never got an No, she's stuck. Yeah, August of 1989. Yeah, she can't get past it. Yeah, and I get it no parent wants to bury their child but she's stuck yeah i'm stuck yeah. we're both stuck in a place that we don't know how to come that we don't know how to come from
1: because i think what the mind thinks is that people want you to get over it or get past it that's not what's wanted what's wanted is for you to embrace it that's a difference right to embrace that yes it did happen that yes you miss him Yes, you adore him. Yes, you love him. It doesn't matter. That hasn't changed. It's the same feeling you had for him when he was here. It's the same exact feelings that you have right now because we talk about him all the time. Yeah, we do. So, but to embrace that, embrace those feelings, you know, embrace it. Miguel Crenshaw. Crenshaw.
0: Terrence Miguel Crenshaw.
1: Embrace that. Yep. Without, sometimes you don't want to say his name or you don't want to think about him, but you have to embrace that. Everything about your life is going to involve him for the rest of your life because it's so weird that you can go down the street and people think you're him because you look like your brother, which is so weird. Not Sometimes. anymore
0: though. I didn't got fat, <laughs> but that's a, that's a story up. for another time,
1: you know, but just embrace it. You know, we're, we're so busy fighting against stuff that is embrace when you're hurting, embrace it. I'm hurt today. I'm hurting. Right. And I think that's what I want you guys to hear too, from us embrace. If you're hurting today, hurt. If you want to cry today, cry if you want to scream scream whatever it is that you want to do for what you're feeling at this time feel those things embrace them don't fight it so hard because then you digest it you know what i'm saying so so we just want you guys just to think about that and also think about what are you circling back to what do you continue to what year are you stuck in what moment are you stuck in
0: yeah what 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 trespass what harsh word what breakup what heartbreak um, there's something what are you what moment can you not get past yeah and why I think also too I hold on to that moment in fear of losing him
1: losing his what he looks like what he feels like what he sounds like yeah but
0: I, one of the because during the whole time of Everything that happened with my brother um, during the funeral, during the wake, during the the so-called trial, Mm -hmm. Um, because and that's another part of it, too, where my brother was killed over a pair of shoes is actually what happened. So my brother, his girlfriend at the time had a younger brother. And one of our, which is the craziest thing, one of our childhood friends that we grew up with, My brother grew up with him. I grew up with his younger brother. We all went to school together. They lived two houses down from us growing up, from my grandmother. We played together. We went to the house together. We went to school together. We walked to the bus stop together. We did all this stuff together. He was at our home two days before it happened. He stole my brother's girlfriend's little brother's shoes. And Terrence being the type of guy that he was, he protected the weak is what he did. He bullied the bullies. He was the person that he found the underdog, no matter who it was, and he took up for them. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. And so he confronted the guy at, at the basketball court in our neighborhood. They got into it verbally. The guy and one of his friends decided they wanted to physically attack my brother. My brother, being who he was, whooped the both of them by himself. Mm -hmm. And because they were cowards and couldn't take that, went home, got a gun, came back. My brother was walking home. They called his name. He turned around and they shot him in the heart. And he died before he hit the ground because they hit him. A perfect shot in the heart. Mm -hmm. And he died before he hit the ground. And the police didn't want to do anything because apparently his guy's father was known either in the street or something or other, but the guy's father had a name for himself and the police didn't want to do anything. And they finally, they finally went to trial. My parent, my family, my parents wasn't even made aware of when the trial was going to be. They held the trial without any of my brother's family representation being there. Mm-hmm. And he got like six months in juvenile hall for taking a life. Mm hmm. You know, and I think that's part of it too because there is no closure. And then I've tried personally, I've tried to get the story of what really happened, mm-hmm. what really transpired that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've reached out to my brother's old girlfriend at the time. She doesn't want to tell me what happened. My brother's best friend at the time. We've spoken kind of throughout the years. Mm-hmm. He'll talk to me until I bring up that topic. And then once I bring up that topic, he goes silent. He doesn't want to talk. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a combination of guilt from me, from what I said to my brother. The uncertainty of really what transpired that day, mm-hmm. the unclosure, you know, the, and the, I don't know if that's a word, but it's going to be a word today. The unclosure mm-hmm. of the whole situation. So that kind of what happened, not, not kind of, but that's what has me stuck mm-hmm. in that day. Because it doesn't make sense.
1: But now, like I said, that you don't it's maybe never gonna make sense, but how do you how do here's how do you make the eleven year old boy grow up now?
0: Tell me how. I wanna know.
1: I I don't know. That's that's your journey. (laughs) That's that's the Crenshaw's journey. That's that's the journey. How do you make the eleven year old boy meet up? With the forty-something-year-old you now, yeah. you know, and y'all become one with it, you know, and that's not an easy journey, you know. None, it, it sucks. It's not an easy journey. We're just being really honest. It's not an easy journey. So we're just asking you: here's your here's your homework, I guess.
0: <laughs> we're, giving we, homework. we're giving
1: our homework. We're giving our homework. Giving um, Here's your homework to see where you're stuck at. See see if where you are that you keep circling back to that area of space that you, that of unforgiveness or anger or mad or the woulda shoulda coulda, because it doesn't necessarily have to be Sean Dodd. It could be a relationship, a marriage, you know, falling out with your children, not speaking to your, your seasoned parents. It could be so many different things and ask yourself how you got there. And is it worth it? And is there a way to, for the, the 11 year old Sanchez and the 40 something year old Sanchez to co-live together, you know, in peace and enjoy no matter what it, what it is or what it feels like just for your own sanity and for your own being and for your own peace. And right. that's just for everybody guys. So we just want to tell you, thank you. I think, thank you. For listening to our third <laughs> our, our therapy session There's yeah. someone in the background Going This was not a moment
0: Nah but this was truly A therapy session
1: It was a therapy session But it wasn't a moment But it was a moment for us A moment in time We hope that we blessed you I hope our journey blesses you um, Email us Let us know What you think We love you
0: Give me the email address
1: Nope Not gonna do it That's your job <laughs>
0: Corner uh-huh. At gmail.com Dot
1: com. He's just trying to be funny Once
0: again The Crenshaw Corner, all one word Mm -hmm. at gmail.com.
1: Yes, it is. And guys, we'll see you on Friday.
0: In America, welcome to our journey.
1: Welcome to our journey. Love you guys.